Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we yell our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. I kind of said Matt Heron. Uh-oh. Yeah. So. Ooh. Is this a develop- yeah. you're developing a new character accent, or are you changing your name? Maybe both. What mm. if I, be- what if I become, like a, like a, one of those non-racist southern characters? Are those, the, the are those? <laughs> Um, you say one of those. Could you give another example? Uh, I mean, I'm sure Like Foghorn Leghorn? He's definitely racist, though, right? I think, I think he is a racist man. I don't think that doing that voice is racist. No, no, yeah, sorry. I did not mean to to imply that the character itself would be racist, but rather that they would have racist Beliefs. Yeah, no, he absolutely, like, Chicken Hawk is a race in in his mind, and he hates them. he's based on a senator or something, right? Like, that's what he's a spoof of? Yeah, he's based on Mitch McConnell. Can we talk? (laughs) Mitch McConnell's clearly a turtle! turtle. Come on! Yes! Yes! Obviously. (laughs) But he does talk exactly like Foghorn Leghorn, and it's really funny. Now, that implies that he is interesting to listen to in any way, which... The the main political strength Mitch McConnell has is that no matter how mad you are at what he's saying, you cannot pay attention to it for more than 30 seconds because he's so fucking boring. Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn is by far the worst Looney Tune. That's true, but he's interesting to listen to. His yeah. voice is so crazy that you're like, I can't believe what's happening. <laughs> Why is- I don't think he's boring. I like him because he's always like, listen, he gets super mad. He's like, listen, no, I'm trying to be calm. And then he pretends Can- he's going to be calm now. Can we talk about how he took the role of Dar- Daenerys Targaryen in the uh, the oh, new no. Space Jam? <laughs> because that's fucking incredible. <laughs> I keep intending to watch that, but then I also keep queuing it up and being like, "Now though, really, am I it's going to do it?" So good, Louisa. <laughs> All right, I will do it this week. I you swear. should watch it for sure. It is and- definitely worth watching just to understand the depravity with which uh. Warner Brothers exploits their intellectual properties. Mm, you remember sense. you remember how you watched the terrible movie Cats just so that you could be a part of the conversation? Yes. <laughs> you need to do that now and you will <laughs> I I guarantee you that Space Jam a New Legacy is a better movie than Cats. I've seen Oh yeah, for sure. Cats, no, Cats is definitely it is. Cats was more fun to watch to me because it was a bunch of extremely talented people doing their absolute best and still making the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um whereas Space Jam a New Legacy was like there were some good people, but it was mostly just like an athlete who doesn't really know how to act working with a script that was clearly made for a child audience. It's almost it's almost a new kind of comedy because none of the things they say or do are funny, but the fact that those things are happening in a movie is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I agree with this. It's like like it's not funny that Sylvester is shaved and has replaced Mr. Bigglesworth in Austin Powers, but it is funny that someone who is making a Looney Tunes movie was like, you know what would be a good joke? Yeah. <laughs> if we took people- a clip of Austin Powers and edited Sylvester the Cat into it, what? <laughs> whose job it is to write movies wrote this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> people who they loved art so much they went to school for it. Their job was to get underpaid to animate Sylvester yes! into the scene. Somebody had to draw. I know we've talked about it on the show before, but Wiley e. Coyote with his mouth sewn shut in <laughs> yes. Mad Max. Somebody drew that. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It's not funny, but it, it's funny that they had to do it. It's true. I think if I saw a Wile E. Coyote cartoon where they referenced the, like, war boy jumping from car to car with his, like, knives raised, but it was exactly like it is with Wile E. Coyote and his fork and his knife going after the Roadrunner, in just, like, a normal Roadrunner cartoon, I would be like, that's a pretty good gag. But the fact that it was part of this, like, the Looney Tunes had to break up and all go get new jobs in other movies. You haven't seen them in those movies. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Also, what you just described was Wile E. Coyote being inserted into Mad Max in a place where his character would kind of make sense to be there. To put him in the place of the guy who plays the guitar on top of the, like, main tank or whatever, Mm. that guy's the most disturbing part of Mad Max. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why put him in that part? (laughs) He does, he does spray that, uh, silver spray into his mouth and hold up a sign that says, witness me. That's so fucking good. (laughs) That is- I can't talk about this anymore, but I do want to say- uh, Jeff implied what he said about them getting jobs in the other movies. That implies that every movie is a documentary and they're all <laughs> happening in real time continually and continuing to happen after we've seen the movie, right? A little yes. bit. I think it's I because think, they... I think that's the implication of the movie, is that what the Warner servers <clears throat> do now is have a virtual environment of every movie they've ever done, and they're just running continually to see if there's any more plots in them. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, they, the, they never say it, but, like, it's the Warner Brothers' new streaming service, Wink! Uh, and I think this movie was originally supposed to come out before HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that is the Warner Brothers' streaming service, where all of those things live that you can go watch them including space jam a new legacy but what louisa said and what the movie does imply is that you it's not just that you can watch the movie we've all already seen yeah that things are still happening in those universes (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the in cyberspace yeah that when you go into hbo max and select mad max fury road everyone has to go all right places people back to the top (laughs) we're doing it again yeah there's yep. like a CGI virtual Tom Hardy in there. Yep. <laughs> now that's what we should have seen in this movie. I mean, I guess that's basically what Foghorn Leghorn is. <laughs> God, I think if I had to choose anyone to cast in a live-action Foghorn Leghorn movie, it would be Tom Hardy. Yeah, I was trying to think which Looney Tune. I almost said Marvin the Martian, but like... Tom Hardy's so beefy, and I feel like the only semi-muscular Looney Tune is Foghorn Leghorn, right? Plus, I really want to hear him try that accent. Yeah. Oh, God. There's no man in Hollywood who I want to hear try more accents than Tom Hardy, because every time, he's bad at it, but kind of nails it. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Can we talk for just a minute about, you guys know about the HBO streaming service series Titans? Yes, I almost started it yesterday, instead I decided to continue watching Doom Patrol. That's fine, I also need to catch up on Doom Patrol. The new season of Titans is airing now, it's pretty good so far. Uh, 
they killed off Jason Todd in the first scene of the first episode, which I did not expect. Uh, So that was pretty cool. But can we talk about the fact that Sean Bean plays Batman? What? (laughs) Oh my god, they're gonna kill Batman! He does such a (laughs) terrible accent. And, like, I thought Sean Bean was a good actor before this. Oh, no. How, did you never see him try to do an American accent before? No, I guess he did in, like, a James Bond or something. Silent right? Hill? Mm. Um, oh, yeah, because he was still British in James Bond. He was, like, the, the yeah. other agent. He was agent, 006, right? yeah. so he was yeah, yeah, yeah. still a British mm. guy. Um, I guess he was... He's he's Scottish in real life, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Northern of some kind. Yeah. Let me look up Scene Bean. Uh, (laughs) At birth, his name was spelled Sean the other way, I'm pretty sure. Yes, we've talked about this, yes. Oh, not the other way. With S-H-A-U-N, there's also W-N as an option. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is from Sheffield, West Riding of Yorkshire, England. Alright, there we go. So the north, then, yes. Yeah, that's the same thing as Scotland, right? Basically, yeah. yeah don't, why don't you go there and tell them that? Yeah, don't cancel. Yeah. Don't cancel me, Scotland. <laughs> no, I'm Scotland. all for. I'm all for your independence. People from Northern England and Scotland won't cancel you. They will just kill you. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, Sean Bean. In every other way, great casting as Bruce Wayne, except for he cannot do an American accent at all. <laughs> It's maybe the worst American accent I've seen on television in a decade. <laughs> Ooh. Who is your least favorite of all time American accent? Oh, that's a tough one. Louisa, uh, I bet you have a strong opinion about this. I do, but no names to give you because on a lot of the period dramas I watch, they just hire an English person who I guess tells them they can do an American accent to play the American character. And a lot of them are so, so bad. Oh, well, we're like, talking... People are famous. It's gotta be someone in a leading role, I think. I have I have Shit. an extraordinarily controversial pick that you guys are gonna be very mad at me about. Alright, okay. here we go. Um, I watched a movie last night that starred this person. It was very good. In general, she's an incredible actress. But, in terms of doing an, the accent she's supposed to be doing in the movie, Audrey Hepburn is atrociously <laughs> terrible. No, I believe it. Like, every time you watch a movie, she's like, Hello, yes, I'm a poor girl living in the stables above the rich man's mansion, and I am—I uh, was brought up on the streets and I had to eat out of a dumpster. Will someone bring me my champagne? And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're supposed to be American. Did it's... you say you watched Sabrina? Because you no, just described the, the plot one, of Sabrina. That... That's basically Sabrina. We watched Roman Holiday. Which okay. At least she's supposed to be a princess in that, so fine. Mm-hmm. I think that I have never seen a single Audrey Hepburn movie. That's a shame. She's um, They're very good. If you want to watch, like, classic Hollywood romance stories, they are probably some of the least problematic ones. If, as long as you can get over the fact that it's extremely old men yeah, dating Audrey, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah. And then, in addition, on top of that... I just thought all people talked in movies like that back then. <laughs> I mean, they there was definitely did. that, like, mid-Atlantic, like, 
yeah. Philadelphia story. What's her name? Who's that? Who's Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn being like, yes, I was born and raised in Philadelphia. <laughs> imagine like, imagine if she did the actual Philly accent in that movie. Oh, that be would really be really funny. If you want to be a, a TikTok star, uh, Louisa, I guess I'm talking to you. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's you. You're going to be a last. TikTok star. Just redub scenes from Philadelphia Story. Just, just her part with the Philadelphia accent. Okay, yeah. She's riding her horse in that extended scene just eating a hoagie. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what redub I know, but you need some visual interest Yeah, uh, She's got to be, like, wearing a hat that says, uh... Jim's famous cheesesteaks on it. That's yeah. not even a real one. Jeff's a poser. No, Jim's is real. I don't know if it's called famous. Yeah. I'm only thinking of Pat's and Gina's. No, Jim's is the one I like. Nah. It's on South Street. <laughs> All cheesesteaks are bad. Louisa, what did you do this week? <laughs> now that is much more controversial than your Audrey Hepburn opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're good, but you do not get them with cheese whiz. God, you have to get provolone. Everyone. They're, they're the worst kind of beef. They're yeah, so, that's fine. They're full of nodules and gristle. Yes, character. <laughs> shaved, shaved chuck roast. It's perfect. It's good stuff. Um, uh, I've been watching more YouTube videos about making miniatures, and I want to mention one uh, channel. Oh shit! Now I don't remember what it's called. PewDiePie. Have you heard of this guy? <laughs> He's so good. He's so funny, you guys. He's got uh-huh. some really good opinions about minorities. Yeah, I'm gonna stand by him no matter what he says. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm only up to 1999. Oh god. I think he was. That's probably when he was born, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, I don't know when he became problem. I mean, he was always problematic. Oh god, probably. no. He's he's was born in 1989. He's way too old to be the ways he is. Yeah. Of oh yes. <laughs> you just subscribed literally everyone on YouTube. <laughs> But you know, if any of us got a lot of adulation and money for the things we were doing when we were, like, 19, we probably never would have changed either, right? Yes, this is why I believe that no one should ever be supportive of anyone in their teen years. Yes, agreed. When did PewDiePie become famous? Was it that long ago? It was after YouTube got popular, I guess, right? It was, like, the first YouTube game streamer, right? Like, the first big one? Where does he intersect with annoying orange? <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think annoying orange first. streams games. I think that was just a cartoon, <laughs> and then Cartoon Network picked it up. No, it was on YouTube. Yeah, it was, and then sure Cartoon Network orange. picked it up. I'm pretty sure annoying orange was like a Geo Cities site. Oh man, you might be right. I don't know. Hamster dance plays when you go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh Christ! Um, it looks like yeah, he's been around for about ten years. Oh, yeah, feels like forever. Anyway, uh, this is a very charming and opposite of all these things YouTube channel <laughs> people can follow. I believe it's called Petite 22, mm-hmm. and they make miniature foods, and I am not sure if they are Japanese, but they don't speak at all. They just put um, mm. words on the screen in, it might be Korean, in a an Asian language, and then in English they have subtitles for what they're doing. But you just see the hands making this tiny little food, and then it's always dubbed over with, like, royalty-free, like, really slow piano renditions of the bear went over the mountain and stuff. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so it's very relaxing. You watch someone like, make a tiny cake. It sounds a lot like that uh, guy who makes knives out of crazy things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yes. He makes, like, the water knife or whatever. 
Yeah, he made the, a knife out of uh, seawater. He also never speaks, but they're good. very good videos. Yeah. So this is nice. And then, of course, like if you don't want to hear the piano, you can just turn the sound off entirely and just watch hands paint a tiny strawberry that's the size of like a uh, mustard seed. It's really crazy. Is it as satisfying as that Instagram with the decorating cakes? Because that is that's mm. peak content, and also <laughs> they don't post enough. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I would say that's like a flashier kind of satisfaction. This is mm. very slow going. Although, the thing that ruins the um, relaxation of it a bit for me is sometimes decisions are made. I notice this a lot with crafters. They do something and then later like, wait... Why did you bother wasting your time doing that when you're going to change it anyway? Because this person yeah. makes, like, it'll be a video about, you know, five sandwiches. So they make five buns and then different kinds of fillings. But sometimes when they make the buns, they will make a prototype, cast that in, like, uh, silicon clay, and then uh, stamp out five buns all the same, you know, mm-hmm. using the mold. Yeah. Except... The clay that they use to form the initial thing that they're going to copy, they will color like it's going to be bread or whatever. You're Mm. wasting your time! What are you doing? (laughs) Why are you (laughs) bothering to color that? You're going to throw it away. Yeah. Well, (sighs) maybe they'll keep it to make more buns later, and it needs to be the right color so they remember what it is. Yeah. Uh, The other frustrating thing is sometimes I will see them do something like start to mix up a whipped cream and I'm like, ooh, what are they using for that? Because that is a technique I would like to know how to do. And they will show you the package and it will be called like Miniature Maker Milky Whipped Cream. (laughs) And you're like, fuck, wherever they live, they have this whole uh, fake milk, chocolate sauce, (laughs) whipped cream, whatever packages you can just buy. Damn it. You can probably find those online though, right? Yeah, plus I can probably just use, like, uh, drywall caulk <laughs> to be whipped cream, yeah. frankly. But the fact that I'm like, what technique are they using? I could use this, and then I can't. Also, if you Google the phrase miniature maker milky cream, you may be arrested <laughs> by the government. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's absolutely just going to turn up several kinds of cartoon pornography. <laughs> Uh, but they did have some interesting techniques, like they, they made their own jars, which seems crazy, because you could buy very small, very cheap glass jars. Yeah. But they made their own by making a two-part mold, filling it with UV resin that they painted on in layers, and then uh, took the mold apart, took the jar out, sanded off all the lines, and then like glazed it again so it would look clear. So like mm. an hour's worth of work to make this tiny jar. That's more than an hour's worth of work, Probably, probably. (laughs) But it taught me some new techniques for UV resin, so I'm excited to use that, see what I can do. There you go. Yeah, anyway, I recommend it just for relaxation if people like watching tiny things being made. Petite 22, I believe it's called, so. Yeah, I was just looking through my list of uh, YouTube channels that I subscribe to, to see, like, usually when I want to relax, the ones that I pick are, there's one called, like, Magnetic Games or something, mm-hmm. where they just do things with magnets that you didn't think you were possible. It's really good. <laughs> like making things float? I love when they do that with magnets. No, yeah, like they're... robbing a bank. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, they're all villains from The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if that was a relaxation thing. It shows you people robbing a bank, but it's just, like, quiet piano music over it and <laughs> little subtitles. Just say, you're you, in the bank. Is that what the Godfather is? 
maybe. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen any Godfather movies, but when I try to picture it in my mind, it is people robbing a bank over slow piano music. Hey guys, this is going to sound like an insane question, mm-hmm. but I, I need you to take it seriously. What What crimes does the mafia do? <laughs> what crimes have they organized that they do? Definitely protection. I've, yeah, that's, well, that's for racket. sure a thing. Is that just when you take money from people and say... In exchange for not burning their house down. Yeah, yes. okay. Uh, they do uh, construction fraud, don't they? What does that consist of? You, like, you say you're going to build a building and then you don't build it? <laughs> no, you like you say, like, okay, I'm buying this concrete from this rep- reputable concrete maker, and then you mm-hmm. actually just mix water and sand and use that instead and take the extra money, and then mm. the building falls down in two weeks. I see. But by then you skip the country, I guess. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're in does? the mafia, so they will just kill you if you try to get your money back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Okay, cool. These yeah. seem fairly complicated well yeah they they're all cr- crimes that require a large enough group backing you yeah. the mafia that no one can be like hey i'm not paying you for this shitty job yeah so. if you just want to say give me a dollar and then punch somebody in the stomach you can do that on your own you don't need a mafia for that but i would like a mafia for that <clears throat> i guess you could probably join the mafia jeff i bet they would take you no yeah. i'm not italian you can pretend. You can do the voice. Oh, yeah, they'd love that. <laughs> yeah, I'll go there and I'll make the little uh, gesture with my hands, with my fingers all bunched together and pointing up. Mm-hmm. I know you have a Wario costume. <laughs> Wario's <laughs> not Italian. Know. He's German. <laughs> <laughs> That's canonical. Man, he does like garlic, huh? <laughs> I mean, they both Wait, do, Is that they? a German thing? Everyone likes garlic. Yeah, yeah that's everyone. the problem. He's just not a vampire. That's the only thing we know about Wario. I don't, he could be faking. I'm pretty sure he becomes a vampire in one of the games. <laughs> I think one of the things that can happen in Wario Land 2 or 3 is you get bitten by a bat and turn into a vampire for a little bit. Yeah. He might be the opposite of a vampire. A werewolf is the opposite of a vampire. Does that mean, he's quite like a werewolf. Does that mean Luigi is a vampire? Yes. Oh man, he looks like a vampire. Or I guess Mario is a vampire. <laughs> I think Luigi's already a ghost. I think that's why the ghost mentions it's a very sixth sense kind that's of thing. Gooigi you're thinking of. <laughs> he's a different guy. <laughs> no, Gooigi is his ectoplasm, which is the only way he can interface with the human world, because as we know from the games, no one looks at him or pays attention to him. He's been dead now, the whole time. Has any of us played any of the Luigi's Mansion games? No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, when do we get to meet Wagooigi? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what would he be like? Is he still made of goo? Uh, made, no, made of flesh, but not shaped the normal way. <laughs> Uh-oh, what? He's a Waluigi made of goo. No. No? Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a Waluigi made of flesh, but not bones or, like, hair. Or oh, he's like, like inside-out Waluigi. <laughs> he's God. just a big glob of flesh. <laughs> I have no mouth, but I must walk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, is this show stupid? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh god, yes. <laughs> but we know just enough about smart things to reference them, so we're ahead of the game there, right? Yeah. We could be like, yeah, this is like this is a very Kafka-esque deconstruction of Waluigi. Yeah. 
Have we ever said anything smart on this show, though? Hey, I've referenced both an Oscar Wilde story, and then I don't remember if this is Ray Bradbury or not, so... Har- Harlan Ellison. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, see, Jeff knew. We've yeah. got it. We've and got it sa- under control. And I said Kafka-esque, which means I have to be a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Jeff, what did you I'm do just this asking oh. this question as part of the Brechtian effort to distance yes. the audience from yes. us. A- alienate them. Alienate yes. them so hard. <laughs> uh, what I did this week is I've been moving, and I discovered that I really mm-hmm. enjoy putting together Billy bookcases from Ikea. Yes! That's the best feeling! Would, would you say that you like to move it, move it? Mm. Uh, no, the moving part's bad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, you managed to avoid getting asked to put that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> Very yeah. could, you put, could you put the entire soundtrack to Madagascar at the end of this episode, please? Hold on. Madagascar original soundtrack. If it's available on Spotify, I will put it at the entire at the end of the episode. <laughs> It is. It's 12 songs long. Oh, came no. out in. Oh no, you committed to doing something you don't want to do. Madagascar came out in 2005? Jesus. I was in high school. Um, okay, so there are uh, all of the. It seems that all of the tracks that are actually from the movie are not uh, <laughs> available. They're grayed out. So I can oh, get. Oh god. Hawaii Five-O by The Ventures, Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chariots of Fire by Vangelis, Staying Alive by Bee Gees, and What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Uh, and the rest of the soundtrack is just not available, including I Like to Move It by Eric Murillo and Sasha Baron Cohen. What? Well, oh, that's wrong. Okay, because he's a performer in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm um, imagining it's the one that you- the animals sing in the movie. <laughs> Could you put the entire soundtrack at the end of the episode and leave the appropriate amount of silence for the tracks that you cannot? <laughs> yeah, the times are listed here. <laughs> this is very good. We should point out to the listener that we uh, found out that you can't listen to the Eddie Grant song Electric Avenue. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, you can Wait, only did we listen talk about to... that on the show, or was it afterwards? Yes, we did. Oh, no, no, we talked right. about it for way Damn. too long Damn for it. it to be outside the show. Yeah. Ugh. It's really it's frustrating, so because it you is. can listen to a lot of other Eddie Grant music, including Walking on Sunshine. Not that one, though. It's a different one. But it's <laughs> his... It's to paradise. This other big... Nope, it's a different Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> In the 80s, we had Grants and Money, and think of a third thing. Oh, hold on. Uh, rabbits! Uh, <laughs> now we don't have Eddie Grant, Eddie Money, or Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> Does this count? Uh, is Eddie Vedder still alive? <laughs> What's a vetter, though, is the problem. Nothing. Did you say, did you say rabbits? <laughs> no, Eddie Rabbit, the singer. I don't know who that is at all. It's not important, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it really it was, threw me it off. An Eddie Rabbit it was a good answer. Eddie Rabbit sounds like a Looney Tune. Full circle back to I need about you to be <laughs> more Family Feud supportive and just say good answer and clap good when answer, I say yeah, Good yeah, answer, good answer, answer. good answer. Good answer. Don't, whatever board. you do, do not let that guy kiss you on the lips. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you swat him away. Ugh, what a fucking creep. <laughs> Which guy was that? Was he also the match Richard. game guy? Yes, he was also on a, a, a panelist on match game for a long time. I liked him mm. on match game. Uh, yeah, he was fine. I like... It seems like, in general, he was totally normal, except for insisting on kissing young girls on the mouth. Richard yeah. Dawson. Yeah. Dawson, that's the one. What's weird is Richard Karn also has Family Feud, didn't he? I think yes. so. 
Richards. All right, in the 80s, we had Richard Dawson, Richard Carnes. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. <laughs> in the 80s, we had Carnes, Dawson's, yeah. and... Think of a third one. No, there is no third one. We could only do it with that one one. Here's the thing. Those guys all didn't have the same first name in the original thing we're referencing. <laughs> they all were Eddie's! Oh, no, no the, the one you're referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but my my ones of things chained together because they didn't make sense. They had to be chained together somehow. When did that one stop being true or start start being true? When did uh, the probably, last one of those die? Probably started being true before the person came up with the idea. Probably right. So Billy bookcases, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also made a Calax uh, square storage thing, and I bought the bins mm. that fit perfectly in it. Um. I always have problems with those because, like, the sides of them are made of particle board, and the screws that you screw into them, like, pull loose after a while, and then the squares lose their structural integrity. Is that still a thing? Uh, Admittedly, I got mine from Target, so maybe they're less ooh. good than the yeah. IKEA ones. These, the walls of these are very thick, so uh, I think I they'll last. Um, I know the Target ones were another recommendation when I was looking for alternatives, but most of the... Oh, excuse me, I keep, like, burping inside. Um, what? Yeah, you know, <laughs> normal. So go, go outside before you burp, Jeff. <laughs> That's the only proper etiquette way to do uh -huh. it. Um, and the... All the, like, Reddit threads were like, yeah, the Target one is uh, slightly more accessible because there's only, like, five Ikeas in the country, but uh, the Ikea one's better, so. Okay. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like having just a bunch of, like, nooks to cram garbage into. Yeah. To keep it off the floor. Uh-huh. But, mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> I, do, I do feel like when I cheap out on furniture, I often regret it because it starts to, like, lean drunkenly against the furniture next to it after a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, um... I'm having, I've discovered something strange with the Billy bookcases. I put them together and I added the brackets to make them a corner piece. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess the floor and the wall are not at a perfect 90 degree angle. Oh no. <laughs> so I either have to choose them being up against the wall or standing flat on the floor. Yeah, this is always the problem with furniture. It turns out the space you live in is even worse. Yeah, <laughs> That's I always what happens. Live in some kind of weird non-Euclidean room. <laughs> you just need to get some shims, Jeff. Uh, or cereal boxes. I'm just going to attach the bracket with a little bit of space between the bookcase and the wall. That's fine. Yeah, that is fine. But aren't you... Isn't this podcast now... Like one more piece of evidence in the tragic story wherein Jeff gets crushed to death by his bookcase falling on top of him. It is how he wanted to go, though. Yeah, I'm always talking about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just, w I just won't do what that little dumbass square man on the, the instructions does, and I won't climb up on the shelves. You say that now, but when you're high on PCP, mm. you you love to climb. Yeah, it gets really activates my climbing gene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why you have to only do PCP outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You'll climb trees and bridges and like dangerous stuff. That's fine. You'll be the new Spider-Man. <gasps> A lot of people don't know this, but Gene Simmons's first character in Kiss was climbing Gene. That's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> very stupid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I'm glad he switched it to the demon. 
yeah, I think the demon is a better choice. Yeah, Although, I don't know, we don't know what kind of mythos could have ri- risen up around Climandine. <laughs> this is nothing. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt, what did you do with your week? Uh, I played a new video game that just came out that people are buzzing about uh, mm. called Humankind. You guys heard of this game? No. No. Uh, Humankind is a new game by a uh, little developer studio called Sega. Have you heard of them? Uh, yes, I have. Did they do a Nintendo door? Yeah, well... Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> they do what Nintendo allows them to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, so a lot of people, as this was coming out, a lot of people uh, build this as being like the thing that's going to take down uh, the Civilization series because okay. nothing has been very good, as good as Civilization in the 4X game genre. You know about 4X games, you guys? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, this is like the developer that made, this is like the big major studio, major publisher released by the developer that did the Endless series, Endless Space, yes. Endless Legend, etc. Yes, which were also extremely good. If you like 4X games, the Endless games are very good. And mm-hmm. Humankind, also pretty good. Um, it is exactly Civilization. <laughs> okay. It's just like if somebody, it, it's like as if somebody had been working on the game Civilization all the time since it came out and like making it better in terms of just the user experience, mm-hmm. explaining things more, making the interface easier to use, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I love Civilization and I like to play Forex games maybe for like a week every eight months or so Yeah, <laughs> and then put it away because it takes up so much time um but they're very fun and i love civilization the the game series uh and i was and it's been a very long time since one came out so i decided to get humankind and it's pretty good nice. they have a, they have a spaceman on the front of the box i mean i didn't buy it physically what am i your grandma but uh I, on the on the store page on steam <laughs> they have a picture of a spaceman so I'm wondering if this one will go further than Civilization did in terms of, like, being able to have space technology. I'm seeing a, a rocket is being launched, but among yeah. the people I see a Greek philosopher, I guess a French resistance fighter, a modern doctor holding hands with a Viking... It's about time somebody resisted those friends. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing a spaceman like in the crowd of people, but I guess the rocket counts. Or yeah, if this is man. just a really low res image. Uh, I hold on. I'm clicking on it in my list of games that I own. What I want to know is, there can you is... build a llama dome? And have you built a llama dome? Yeah. No, no, no. That's not a 4x game. Yeah. Damn it. I do um, like a city builder though more than a 4x. <laughs> that's fair i mean they're very different games they're different genres of game in a way that i didn't understand when i first got into 4x games but now i do and i don't know if i can articulate it i mean it's city builder game that's what i want yeah i uh i, I like cities xl if you i think you can get that on switch um yeah, maybe i have that for free from um humble bundle yeah i that's what i played it from but like i got uh, I I do what I always do with any kind of um, 
contemplative strategy build up a base game and i played it for like seven consecutive hours and then stopped playing it completely (laughs) (laughs) yes um i appreciate the fact that humankind isn't as up its own ass as um the civilization games are Mm. coming back around to sean bean (laughs) also known (laughs) as batman Uh um in the most recent Civilization game, every time you discovered a new technology, there would be, like, Sean Bean reading a quote from some famous philosopher about that thing. Like, yeah. oh, you discovered how to make bricks out of mud. Here's Sean Bean being like, mud is the, the fabric of our lives, or whatever. <laughs> God, <laughs> is that the basis of the cotton commercials? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the touch, um, the feel... Of mud. Of mud. <laughs> um so yes uh that kind of stuff makes you be like uh civilization is too snooty for its own good mm-hmm. humankind doesn't have that it's just like hey your your dipshits figured out how to ride horses <laughs> that's pretty good uh, yep can you still make gandhi nuke you <laughs> I don't think so. They've Damn. done some pretty smart things in terms of not having actual historical figures in the game. Yeah, that's You can good. be, like, civilizations from history, but not specific people, which is for the best. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Um, and also they do a thing that a lot of people complain about online, but I actually think is pretty clever, which is... At the start of the game, you pick an ancient civilization to be, like, I chose the Babylonians because they had the best science uh, boosts, which is the only way to play 4X games is to put all of your resources into science. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you, like, go through eras of human history, you can choose to change. So you can stay as the Babylonians forever and then do the thing that everyone laughed about of, like, Babylonians driving tanks and blowing up... <laughs> You know, Napoleon or whatever. <laughs> or you can switch over and say, like, okay, now I've entered the classical area, I'm gonna, era, I'm going to change to Greeks, and so on and so on. Um, and I think that's much better, because I do not like being stuck as an ancient Egyptian, uh, you know, launching nuclear missiles into space. That feels bad to me. <laughs> yeah. Although it kind of, that model that you described kind of feeds into the idea that different groups of people, like, stop evolving, and then it passes on to a new group of people, you know? Uh, I I hear what you're saying, but it really, I think, more lends to the idea that civilizations evolve into other civilizations, because it was the same people. Like, Okay. Well, I mean, I guess we're the center of, uh, the supposed center of, like, science and art changes in the world, which does happen. Yes. But... In games like that, it can kind of imply that everyone else just stops doing things, you know? Yes, I will say there is, as is always the case in historical 4X games, there is an unfortunate lack of representation of African cultures, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a real shame. And, like, I genuinely don't know who to blame for that, because you can be like, well, the people who made this game should have included that more. But a lot of that history has genuinely been lost because of you know colonialism Mm -hmm. it's really hard to say and like the the actual answer is us yeah (laughs) you and me we are the reason that this sucks (laughs) yeah uh so i'm gonna take my part of the blame for this game not having enough representation of people of color uh but 
otherwise, I think it's a pretty good game. And if you're looking for a 4X that because a good new one hasn't come out in an extremely long time, <clears throat> extremely pretty pretty good joke there, Matt. Uh, <laughs> then uh, then you should try Humankind. Pretty good. Sounds good. Extremely is yep. the fifth X. It's true. Louisa, do you know what the four X's are? Uh, BMX, uh, skateboarding, mm-hmm. uh, hang gliding, <laughs> and yep. bocce ball. Mm-hmm. And of course, xenon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's actually all. It's a. It's a misnomer. It all just refers to the PS2 video game BMX Triple X. Yeah. No, actually, it's. Um, they realized that for some reason, once you become even more of a pervert to the point where triple X movies don't turn you on anymore, <laughs> the only thing that gets you sexually aroused is playing Civilization video games. Yeah. It, Hellraiser got it all wrong. It doesn't become violent. It becomes all about watching numbers go up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not wrong. The internet has proven that that's true. Oh, man. Well, wait, um, what, do, what do the four X's stand for, then? Explore, for expand. Explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, the only reason I said that part is because it drives me crazy when I listen to podcasts and they don't say what the real answer is. Yeah. That makes me crazy. Anyway. Okay, so what we do on this show is we go to WikiHow and we put a random word in the topic suggestions page to see what kinds of things people are asking for advice on related to that word. Uh, I use randomwordgenerator.org to generate the word. Some people have been like, is this really a random word? Yes, it is. Uh, It is generated from random word. I only ever... Yeah, sorry, haters, I guess. I only ever re-roll if it's something that is definitely going to lead to people doing racist questions. Yeah, some yeah. some of the random words are very racist, is the thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we had fun with buttocks, though, didn't we? Yes, that's <laughs> that was a true. great one. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I will, I will fuck with some messed up stuff, just not stuff that is genuinely hateful. Yeah. Uh, I did skip over the first random word I got today was floor, and literally every <laughs> single one was how to clean a tile floor, how to clean a cork floor. And we just that, did carpet not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, maybe my, maybe watching this old house has fucked my randomizer you, <laughs> algorithm or something, but, uh, okay. Instead, we got the word describe. Hooray! We're all, we're all painters of word pictures on this podcast, so we're gonna describe some shit. Yeah, uh, my favorite one, the one that jumped out to me immediately, is how to describe a guy. <laughs> I love that it's like a new type of guy. <laughs> you need to describe him. Yeah. Hey, have you heard this new guy that's dropping? It's <laughs> very good. How would you describe your ideal guy? And I'm not talking about a human that you would want to date. I'm talking about if you were reimagining human humanity. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Uh, more legs. Two is not oh, enough. I was for just stability. yeah. People I was going to say seven legs. Can, can we all seven. finally? <laughs> can we all finally say the thing we've all been thinking, which is no spine. The spine sucks. It's bad. Everyone's bad. Hurts. Back hurts all the time. Now I think we might be getting into things that you personally are biased against. How about everyone's back hurts? Let's all try the time. this. Multiple <laughs> spines. Mm, interesting. But are you talking about porcupine spines now? No, no. I'm on board. Oh, damn it. No, two parallel spines to take some of the pressure off of the one main spine. Could it be, could one be internal and one be external like a lobster? (laughs) I, yes, actually, that is actually the ideal. 
That's the ultimate support. Hey, hey men, look at this picture. What's keeping you from looking like this? And then it's a lobster. (laughs) Matt started this by saying the ideal type of guy, and then we got into designing human beings, which is fair. But, of course, the initial thing you think about that is, like, ideal, you know, uh, romantic partner. And he's getting further and further away from that. For me, yeah. <laughs> no, this is what the movie. Fine. This is what the movie, but, The Lobster, was about. <laughs> just, just like in every '90s romantic comedy, though, you're gonna think that he's not for you, oh, and then no. after a while, you're gonna fall for him, no, and it's gonna turn out you're perfect together, you and <laughs> Lobster <laughs> Abomination Man. I see him mowing the lawn without a shirt, and you can see his extra <laughs> spine. <laughs> you look at you look at the front and his rippling abs, and then the back and his rippling chitin. <laughs> He's just, he's skittering along his front yard uh, yep. with his seven legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. I feel like humanity needs more skittering. Yeah, I, I'm done with bilateral symmetry. Yeah. Okay. We're doing, Why? we're because we are doing a, we're doing something else. We hate bilateral symmetry, now it's useless. <laughs> All my homies hate bilateral symmetry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Friendship ended with bilateral symmetry. Odd numbers of limbs is my best friend now. You did advocate for Here's... two spines earlier, though, Jeff. You're part of the problem. Mm, yeah, one of them is going to... Spines gonna, or busts. One is going to be in the center, in the normal spot, and the other is going to be slightly to the left. Oh, no. <laughs> Now, here's another thing. Yeah. When our teeth go fucked up, they fall out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to shed those away Ooh, so that the, the other bones need to do, do it. Job. I'm saying <laughs> the part of your body that gets fucked up and you can't recover from is your lungs. Ooh. So, could mm-hmm. we just cough up our lung- lungs and grow new ones if they go bad? Ugh. Uh... Does that mean people have to have, like, a year when they take it easy because they've gotten rid of one bad lung and they're regrowing a good one to get rid of the other bad one? I'm saying weeks, not years. Yeah. Like, when, when a tooth falls out, like, a few days and then the new one starts coming in. Now, I'm doing a little bit of research at a secret weapons facility in Canada, and mm-hmm. I think that some of the uh, progress we've been making with the mutations up there have been really promising in regards to regenerating tissue. This oh, is yeah? a true fifth X, have, right? Have you have you invented a <laughs> tiny hairy man who can bounce off of trees? Uh no, but I made a really annoying guy. Oh, a new type of guy. Can you describe this guy? Uh wears a red probably, costume, is always spine. looking at yeah. the audience. <laughs> uh he's spineless. Mm. Oh, okay, pretty good. That's, that was my original proposal. <laughs> Louisa, I want to highlight that uh, saying that's the fifth X was very funny. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that was. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the ideal guy is Deadpool okay. <laughs> from Alpha Force. Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know if he has uh, a healing factor because most of Alpha Flight has died several times. Mm-hmm. And they have to, like, retrieve them from hell. They don't just heal from dying. They're not like lungs that you cough up and then you yeah, just grow exactly. a new one. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> their healing factor doesn't let them cough up their lung- lungs when they're too busted. Now, Matt, how would you describe the parts of the female body? Oh, God. <laughs> I noticed that, and then I scanned quickly for a male I'm body. Not, no. I'm not on trial here. <laughs> how would you describe a wine's body? That's similar. Um... I would say this wine tastes good, like, 60%, and then the 40% of just not tasting very good is the wine part. Yeah, that's the time. I know this. 
I know that, this from reading about wines. If it's red, you can tell that by the color. So this is your first clue. If okay. it's red, you're going to say it has notes of berries. And mm. if it's white, you're going to say it has notes of peaches. And that's fucking all you need to do. Mm-hmm. You could say it has <laughs> notes of chocolate or coffee, too, if it's, a, if it's if, a red wine. That's true. If it's red, berries from the hedge. Okay. okay. If it's white... Sailor's the white. You're, you're doing all right. This <laughs> <laughs> is so anti-helpful that I forgot that peaches are supposed to be in there. <laughs> in my defense, I stopped listening to you after you said if it's red because I was trying to come up with the rhyme. Uh-huh, fair enough. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. How to describe someone in one word. Louisa, how would you Ooh, okay. describe Matt in one word? And then how would you describe Ooh, uh, me in one uh, word? <laughs> uh, Matt, angry? Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff, angry. How dare you? Hey! <laughs> I've been working on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm able to describe all types of guy in one word. <laughs> what about yourself? How would you describe yourself in one word? Angry. Ah, no! You found the one <laughs> the word to describe anyone. <laughs> You figured you've written the article how to describe anyone in one word. Exactly. I'm saving time and energy, I guess. Well, I like this one. How to describe people who have obvious inner beauty. If it's obvious, you don't need to describe it. Boom! Also, if you're looking up how to describe people who have obvious inner beauty, what you're looking up is uh, how to say that someone... What to write on my own, too. Yeah, no, it's how to say that someone's ugly without being mean. Ah, yes, that's probably true. How to describe the structure of a chromosome. Is that the sixth X? Ooh! The sixth X is definitely my favorite 90s action movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It turns out it was love. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Mia Jovovich. Yeah, love spelled with an X, but not where you'd expect. Mila? Is her name Mia or Mila? We discussed this literally last week and we don't know. I know Jovovich is correct. Okay. Or Jovovic, maybe. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) This is the problem. We need a mnemonic for how to pronounce her name. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look it up. Um, If it's Resident Evil, uh pronounce the the letters... Mila. Does that rhyme enough? Creevil? Hmm. There's gotta be words that rhyme with evil. Weevil. Weevil. Something Pronounce about a weevil. like a weevil. <laughs> if it's fifth element, then skip them like an elephant. Oh, wow. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so into rhymes. They're like <laughs> memory rhymes today. You're gonna be the new poor Richard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Mila is short for Milika, so I think it's Mila Jovovich. Okay. Um, how to describe the importance of education in this world? <gasps> are we talk? Are we talking to people from like other dimensions? Maybe. Yeah, you're describing it to the planet of the apes, people. The apes, yeah. I mean. Listen, <laughs> they're people. Embrace- hey. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Been- I don't know. Hey, we've one of them's a race- doctor. <laughs> we've been a race of very friendly aliens who have computers in their heads and want to assimilate us into their society, which is very kind of them. We can all agree. Yeah. <laughs> However. They all learn instantly because they have an upload into their brain with all the information they need. So we need to describe to them the importance of education in this world. Yeah, they've come to Earth with a book that says how to teach man. Mm -hmm. And then we peel off the sticker under the teacher that says eat. They said, (laughs) 
resistance is useless because we are so friendly. <laughs> there's no reason to be afraid of us. Nothing to resist. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, my t-shirt's raising a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> this is the my bottom cookbook. like four Twilight Zones, yeah. <laughs> my cookbook is raising a lot of questions answered by my cookbook. Is that any <laughs> Yes. It's a okay. good joke is what it is. Yes. Uh, how um, is it an angry joke? <laughs> I think education in this world for human beings, and probably most animals, is like if you're throwing beanbags into like a target to try to get through the hole, you have to keep throwing them a lot to get it through mm. the hole, and then once it gets through the hole, the other person has learned the thing. Yeah. Now this, now this may be a very cynical view of education, but part of me thinks that for the majority of people in this world, education can be summed up as, I don't know, you gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically <laughs> true. Yeah. Like, just, just, especially for kids, like, I don't know, they gotta do something with their time. <laughs> Just get them away from me. That's why education is so important, I think. I yeah. I, I think the, the, like, lofty philosophy behind it uh, was, like, we're going to build well-rounded citizens who can make mm, informed decisions about the world. Uh, we chose not to do that, yeah. though, because of our, uh, our high-minded ideals. The political need was we need to uh, prepare children for the workforce as quickly as possible so that they can be economically productive and therefore have value. If that's true, which I don't think it is, but if that were the case, then we did such a shitty job of it. Yeah. <laughs> because, like... So much of education is like, I mean, this is this is every high school uh, like student's diary or whatever. But so much of education is stuff that is completely unimportant and useless. I don't think anything is because you never know how those things are going to interact with other things you need to know. Thing about life. That's true, but if we're talking about preparing people for the workforce as quickly as possible, teaching them calculus is not helping anyone. Yeah, but it can train you in the ways to think that you will need to think in the future. I think the problem is Jeff's philosophy is right, but both of them are trying to happen at the same time in the same system. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a lot of ways, mutually exclusive. I think the real problem is we try, like what you're trying to do, Matt, you're trying to say, well, we know this doesn't work. We think this will work. Like trying to narrow in on something when yep. we don't know how the brain works at all. <laughs> so That's anything true. we narrow down is probably just guessing. Yeah. Now, I think that like teachers want to build well-rounded citizens, but the political machinations that created the public school system in the wake of the outlawing of child labor um yeah. were just like well we need to put these kids somewhere we might as well yes. put them somewhere where we can uh make them into obedient uh little wage earners yeah. i have i have been cynically thinking lately because there's the discussion about like universal child care like if we if we create a system where everyone can have free childcare, will people stop going to school? Hmm. I think because, a lot of people have already stopped because it's coronavirus. I mean, everywhere. I stopped many years ago. <laughs> That's true. Matt broke the habit. Yeah. Yep. And you can too. <laughs> yeah. He was addicted to school for so long. <laughs> All right. How to describe rhythm. Okay. You know Don Cheadle? Not personally, but I'm aware of him. Okay. Imagine if he was a man in living in a computer. What does he uh, look like? Describe this guy. He looks like 
Don Cheadle. Oh, okay. I gotcha. He, li- he lives in a computer and he's wearing like a very shiny suit. And mm. he says a lot of things that you can tell he doesn't really understand, but are slang from what kids say these days. Such as yeet. Yep. He does say yeet at one point. I oh, think no. he says lit at one point. Kids don't say that anymore. Kids said that, kids well, said yes, that when exactly. I was a kid. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that that's how I would describe the character Algae Rhythm from Space Jam. The <laughs> trouble is, as it. soon as you said shiny suit, I started imagining that lightning bolt man from uh, the Goofy movie. Well, I say man. Dog man. <laughs> Light, power lightning line? bolt dog man. Yeah, yes. Power line. Does he look like power line? Uh, uh, not... He's not entirely dissimilar from Powerline. So there is another time that Don Cheadle wears a shiny suit, and it's mm-hmm. when he's portraying the character of War Machine in the Marvel mm-hmm. films. See, I just thought he wore an Air Force uniform, because he's a colonel, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but he also puts on that shiny robot suit. Oh, I, I don't know this aspect of the character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where he gets the name War Machine, because he wears a machine that's designed for war. Huh. And you say he's friends with the Avengers somehow. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Iron Man's military connection from when Iron Man used to develop weapons for the military and then stopped to develop weapons for his own private army to fight space. Uh, does this character appear in the movies at all, or is this just... No, he only appears backstory? in one scene of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. An, an, an Emmy-nominated ap- appearance. <laughs> this whole time you guys have been trying to work your way through this thing you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this bit is, but I do kind of like it. I do know it's I'm, angry. <laughs> I've been trying to remember if he wears a shiny blue suit in the movie Boogie Nights, or if I have imagined that and put that memory in my own mind. He definitely wears a shiny suit at some point in Ocean's Eleven, doesn't he? Oh, that sounds right. Wait, hold on. Uh, I he, don't remember. He's, Damn. He's wearing <laughs> a shiny suit in this screenshot from uh, <clears throat> Lip Sync Battle. Hmm. Okay. Now, is... Okay, this is a long walk, but okay. you know how Don Cheadle did uh, the explanation of Cockney rhyming slang in Ocean's Eleven? Yes. That was so cringe that everyone hated it? Yes. I've never seen Ocean's Eleven, but I'll take your word for it. Um, is rumbled Cockney li- rhyming slang? Like, it, you're about to get caught by the police, you're rumbled. Can you give me what that would be? I think it might be rumbled is shaken like you've been taken by the police. But I developed that entirely on my own. <laughs> I mean, it's not implausible. Because, like, I don't remember why, but at some point uh, I was talking to Jen and I made a joke and used rumbled in the slang sense to mean caught by the police. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Which was the right reaction for <laughs> sure. Uh, but then I was like, I don't know if I can describe why rumbled means caught by the police. Hmm. I'll have to think about this. It's gotta be Cockney Rhyming Slang. Maybe Shaken and Taken is not the path, but it's gotta be, because it's so... It's so... Sounds like that. Hmm. Is Jeff looking it up? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, that's why I'm so quiet. Um, <laughs> so, there's someone else who's uh, was driven mad by this question in 2014. Ooh. And they post on abletoknow.org uh, <laughs> saying that they found... A Dictionary of Thieves' Cant from 1674. Okay. Um, 
and noticed a word rumboil, R-U-M-B-O-Y-L-E, uh, was, uh, That sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> a nice like, hot rum boil. Uh, and I, I love a rum boil. And them in boiling rum. I bet that would be good as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be alcoholic, though. Um, no. It, that was, that's the thieves can't term for a, uh, like, guard, like a watchman. Uh, so rum boiled, ah. sought after with a warrant. Um, so, like, using that as a verb for, uh, being that caught. That makes sense. Yeah. Seems to be the what? origin. Wow, rum boil for a guard is not good. Yeah, sounds about right. It's got that unpleasant mouthfeel you want if you're a thief and you're against the guards, right? <laughs> I guess so. It definitely sounds like uh, an old-timey British thief would say that word. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, anyway, how to describe things. Um, use lots of good adjectives. Yeah, like good. And yeah. lots Mm-hmm. So wait, is but that don't a... use don't use bad adjectives though. Yeah, like bad like, or rumboil. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an adjective. <laughs> I have the hardest time um, remembering on the fly which are the different parts of speech. I always get them confused. Now, rumboiled could be an adjective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. You could you can use a past tense verb to modify a noun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wine tastes like it's been rumboiled. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> and this is about, this is, now we've just, we've demonstrated the importance of education in this world. <laughs> yeah. We can tie all these together, that's amazing. Uh, yep. One, one, I want to just do this to uh, weed out some more bad listeners, just in case. Descri- okay. Describe homeopathy. It's fake medicine. Mm. It's where instead of taking medicine, you just drink tea or something. I mean, it's kind of like, it is the philosophy that you can trick yourself into being healthier. Yeah, that's no good. The thing that I think gets a bad rap is holistic medicine, which is just the idea, like, if you're sick, take real medicine, but also make sure you have soup and soothing music and something that smells nice. Like, that's yeah. good, though. That's good, uh, too. I'm I think wrong, I actually. I'm sorry. I looked up homeopathy. It is the treat. Oh, no, Jeff has been converted. <laughs> it, no, it's it's the treatment of disease by minute doses of natural substances oh, yeah. that in a healthy person would produce symptoms of the disease. It's the idea that you it's, can vaccinate yourself against things by, like, taking a tiny bit of mercury. Yeah, just, like, a little so bit of cyanide. <laughs> right, it's still fake, but I thought that uh, it was, like, the entirety of alternative or nat- naturopath oh, okay. was homeopathy. Oh, I didn't realize that it was just specifically, like, uh, like cures like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not... Uh, a lot of homeopathic medicines also do, like diluted down uh, real medicine. Yeah, like, which is no good. Uh, which is nonsense. I mean, I think I genuinely think homeopathy ha- like, the fact that holistic medicine sounds enough like homeopathy that people get confused about it is why holistic medicine gets a bad rap. Yeah, which is a shame. Because mm-hmm. the idea that other things can make you feel better ju- than just the one pill is yeah. a good idea i think like holistic medicine is basically just like stop treating your body like garbage and you'll probably feel better and that's true <laughs> yeah um chiropractic is also fake but sometimes it does feel good for a professional to uh ruin your spine with cracks <laughs> that is true <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know that it 
people often say chiropractic is fake, and it's fake in the sense of doing this will make you a better person in some way. But if your back hurts, it can help your back not hurt anymore, which is which does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, the Wikipedia article notes, uh, no evidence that chiropractic manipulation is effective with the possible exception of treatment for back pain. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turns out massaging someone's back is good for back pain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now massage, I'll fuck with massage all day long because it feels so good mm-hmm. and it really does help my back almost every time. Yeah. yeah, I bet. But like that thing where you take your baby to a chiropractor and they just like tear the baby's head off until it stops <laughs> being allergic to anything. Yeah. It's not real. This is interesting. (laughs) Yeah, this doesn't seem real, actually. (laughs) Uh, Hey, we we described that uh, uh, homeopathy one as a trick. Here's another trick for you, listeners. Describe a looting suspect to the police. That is a trick. Do not. Yeah, don't do that. Also- We're not not talking about a murderer, even, which might make you conflicted about talking to the police. We're talking about a looting suspect? Someone you suspect Mm. stole something from a company? Who cares? Here's how I would describe them. Black and white stripy shirt. Okay. Mask around their their eyes only. Okay. A big broad-brimmed hat. Red gloves. Red hair. And a bag of hamburgers. And a big red tie. It's Jughead! <laughs> yep, we got him! I mean, he's wearing that mask, Louisa. We don't know that it's not Jughead. That's true, you're right. It might be Wimpy from Popeye, also. <laughs> the two possible hamburger people. I hamburger I realize people. that I don't have the, like... You're thinking of uh, uh, Mayor McCheese, Jeff. <laughs> yes, uh, no, man. I'm thinking of Officer Big Mac, obviously. <laughs> Was that a joke about uh, Irish police? Yes, yes, absolutely, it was. Yes. Did he have an Irish he, accent? I think he did. Yes, when he you did. Actually saw him in the eighties. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh um, man, do I love not that. describe a looting suspect to Officer Big Mac. <laughs> do not. I genuinely would like, unless it's the hamburger. I, I know. I know we don't have. Yeah, I know we don't have the political clout to make this happen. But it would be amazing if there was a movement of protesters if they get questioned by the police all elaborately describing the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. People need to come here, click on these wikihows, make them real so they can teach people how to describe a guy, and that guy is the Hamburglar, <laughs> and yeah. everyone needs to know how to describe him very well. Could you describe the leader of Antifa, please? <laughs> Absolutely I can. Yeah, he's got, go. a, he's got like a sort of round, poofy, curly hairdo. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pure bright red and a white face painted, he painted teeth, white. I think. He's got the, he's got a yellow jumpsuit and giant red shoes. Oh, this <laughs> other guy. This is another type of guy. Yeah, I'm describing. Well, it's the, the same type of guy. <laughs> the two types of guys. <laughs> Uh, you either die the Hamburglar or you live your yeah, long, enough, long to enough to be the, the Ronald McDonald. <laughs> no, the opposite. The opposite. Ronald McDonald's the hero and the Hamburglar's the villain. No, you're incorrect. Yeah, you're Ooh, right. That's, that's, that's what they want you to think, Jeff. Is the Hamburglar like a Robin Hood? Is he stealing burgers oh my from... God, Jeff. <laughs> if you don't understand that Hamburglar is V for V for Vendetta, then the, how are we, why are we even having this conversation? Oh my god, Hamburglar is anonymous. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe we brought it back to hamburgers. I do think it's very funny that Jeff said at the beginning of this episode, is this show stupid, and then we definitely proved it is. Yeah, and honestly, probably one of our funnier episodes in recent history. (laughs) 
Uh, well, if you think this episode was funny, then you should probably recommend it to all of your friends. <laughs> and see a doctor. And see a doctor. A, chiro- not a chiropractor. Oh, oh yeah. no! Yeah, not, not a doctor of chiropractic. You want a advice. medical doctor. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, do keep in mind, we are medical doctors, and you can use this as medical advice. Mm-hmm. And if you, if it doesn't help you, you can sue us. No, I'm gonna say, as a lawyer, that my legal advice to you, which is binding, uh, is that you shouldn't follow our medical advice. <laughs> oh man, he's a doctor and a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, he's really one-upped us. Yep. How do you describe Jeff in one word? Uh, doc, doc Doyer. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jeff Esquire. Hamburglar. three words! <laughs> No, Jeff not is if... definitely. Jeff is definitely a hamburglar. Yeah, that's true. Hamburger. No, I pay for my hamburgers. Okay. <laughs> Could you describe everyone on this podcast as a member of the uh, Ronald McDonald Land in one word? I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say Fry Guy for me. <laughs> that's, is that one word? Yes, it's definitely one word. Hmm. Um, Birdie the early bird, because that's the girl one. Is Louisa. Mm, I don't no. like that. <laughs> I thought you were saying for you. No. I, we're, I described myself. I didn't describe you guys. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to keep the peace here so we don't get angry like Louisa said. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely a real hamburglar. Okay, I'm Grimace. Yep, I can see that. This all makes love sense. stealing milkshakes. That's true. I mean, that's not untrue. With your I'm many, with your my many arms. arms. <laughs> I'm the new type of guy with seven legs. <laughs> oh my god, and you do have an Irish uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, is Grimace related to... Yes, Uncle O'Grimacy! Why oh, wouldn't he be? I thought we were talking about Officer Big Mac again. No, no. sorry. Uh, I forgot that there was so many Irish characters <laughs> in the McDonaldland universe. Does Mac Tonight count as a McDonaldland character? Yes. Yes. Okay. I like to I like to believe that Mac tonight is the like uh m- like to tie it back to something from earlier, the like leader of the mafia in McDonald Land. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Who works for Don the Fry Corleone guys? of the McNuggets? Uh, I mean anyone could. That's the insidiousness oh. of the mafia, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You never know. <clears throat> yep. Um, anyway, rec- recommend the show to your friends is what I what that all <laughs> sums up to. Yeah, were you a kid in the 80s? Do you remember the McDonald Land Play Place? <laughs> were you not us. a kid in the 80s and like people describing something you have no idea what it means or sounds like and just like to be confused all the time? I was astounded when I uh, watched that film theory video about, or food theory, I guess, about McDonald Land and how they got sued out of existence by H.R. Puffin stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're fairly. That's yeah, fair. it was very like the clip side by side of like, yeah, they did just remake this with a hamburger guy. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's true, but everyone involved in that is terrible, and I'm mm-hmm. including in that the Film Theory channel, which you should unsubscribe from because Matt Pat is canceled. Everyone. Oh no! What did he do? <clears throat> Uh, he made a video saying that the guy who makes Five Nights at Freddy's was right to donate money to Donald Trump because, quote, it's his money and he can do whatever he wants with it. Oh, I watched that video. I didn't take that from it. He said those words. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't give Matt Pat any more of your attention because that is not a good attitude to have. Fair enough. You're not allowed to have that opinion, Jeff. 
what, talking to you now. Which opinion? <laughs> the opinion that people who uh, take money from the public and secretly donate it to Republicans who are trying to take away our rights are are just exercising their freedoms. Yeah, I mean, they are exercising their freedoms. I just think that they shouldn't do it that way. I don't think that they I think it's should. morally wrong to do it that way. I don't think it's okay for us as a culture to shrug our shoulders and be like, well, it's their money. I think that's morally wrong also. Fair enough. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Thank you, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, rate and review us on iTunes if you could. And like I said, recommend us to your friends. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. Uh, or you can message us to join our discord you can find me on mastodon at matt heron at mastodon.online go to weaponizedlanguage.com to find more episodes of this show and all of my information there and you can talk to me on mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz all right gang well thanks for listening to the show please come back next week in the meantime though don't forget that we are your net nannies don't read the comments robble robble